0: Welcome to Board Games Are For Losers, a podcast where two friends with the same name talk about everything board game related and introduce new players to the hobby. And now, here they are, Darren and Darren.
1: Welcome to today's episode of Board Games Are For Losers. I'm your host, Darren. I'm also Darren. And today we're going to be uh, giving you a special episode in which we cover our best and worst games of 2018. And to be clear, uh, these aren't the best games that came out in 2018. In fact, probably a lot of them uh, are much older than that, but the best
0: new games that we played. I thought we were doing the best and worst podcast episodes that we've recorded They're all the best. It's so hard to decide. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to say, I have to redo my list again. I'm sorry. So, just to be
1: clear, if you're looking for the list of what are the great games that were released in 2018, this is not it. Uh, A lot of times we play games that are much older. In fact, some of mine that I played for the first time in 2018 have probably been out five, six, seven years. Mm -hmm. Um, So, we're just going to go over kind of informally and discuss uh, our best and worst. Uh, But first... Uh, we both track our stats in in the BG Stats app, so we wanted to review our gaming statistics for
0: 2018. Well, now, so when I'm looking at this, this is interesting, but also kind of depressing because yeah. I found out that first it records the total time you played. Yeah, that I played 273 hours of gaming. Wow, so I- that's. What? That's That's a loser. That's six weeks, right? (laughs) Six six 40-hour work weeks. I have uh, 187 hours. How is that possible?
1: I don't record games that I play with the kids. I don't record any games that that I'll play with just the kids um, or like family kind of games. I
0: I just kind of record... more serious games. But how do you know how many times you've crushed your kids in games? I don't really worry about it. I just assume it's 100%. <laughs> oh, because I lose generally to my kids. So I erase those stats.
1: I also don't record a lot of the social games. Like if we play Spyfall, we might play that for two three hours. and I'll make that as... Uh, we probably don't play it that long. But, um, um, well, um, no
0: one should ever play Spyfall. <laughs> That's the key. You should never record
1: Some it. of those social games I'll just record as like one play. Okay. So that's, uh, and that I don't even record. If
0: it's a party game, a lot of times I don't record that. So you're saying all your statistics are, are just null and void because they're not accurate. <laughs> okay. So very well. So 273 hours versus however many. Yeah. Um, I had 536 total plays, not unique plays, but to- 536 times where I sat there, or played a game. How about you? <laughs> I had 274. Wow. I am a loser. Yes. <laughs> so how many unique games did you play? Uh, 98. Okay. And then now an we're closer. I played yeah. 108 unique okay.
1: games. Okay. Yeah, so that, that, that kind of bounces out. I just don't record all the games, all the actual plays, um, especially for the games with kids or quick,
0: fun games. All right. Does yours tell you how many times you played in a basement with... Other sweaty guys. 100%. 100%. Okay. <laughs> That's what I have, too. Very good. All right. So, th- those stats aside, what were your top five most played games of 2018? Whether they were new to you oh, or yeah, yeah. just... Okay.
1: So, top five most uh, games were King Domino, The Mind, Dominion, Unusual Suspects, and Lost Cities. Really? Unusual Suspects? We play that a lot.
0: Yeah. Really? How many times did you play Unusual Suspects? Uh, nine. Nine? Okay. Yeah, but
1: I don't record... Again, we might play it one night three or four times, and I just record it once. Okay, so it would have been higher, Yes. Actually. Yeah, we've definitely
0: played it more than and, nine. And King Domino is your number one gameplay? Yes. How many times?
1: 23. Okay, excellent. And, but I don't record all the same with the ones I play with uh, my son, just me
0: and him. I don't usually record those. Oh, yeah. See, that's, that's why King Domino's my number one, because I played it with my son... Uh, probably thirty to forty times wow. just by by itself. He absolutely loved it. So that's my number one, King Domino, and I had fifty two plays of it. Wow, it's ridiculous. And yeah, all legit. So if you take
1: out the plays with the kids, we're about the same,
0: right? But they're... yeah, I count those because we played that so much. And my primary gaming is with the kids and with with Laurel. Right. Huh? So that's where I get a lot of it. So I had King Domino number one. Sagrada was number yeah. two. Uh, Dutch Blitz was number three. Wow! I played Dutch Blitz a lot with my niece. Okay. So that every time she's over or I'm over there, we're playing uh, a couple of games. She's obsessed. The um, number four is Downforce. Now, I give that an asterisk because that's a lot of kids playing with the kids and not playing with the real rules. So I right. probably okay. actually take that out of the number. I think I've only played the game the regular way maybe like five times Okay. <laughs> with the real rules. And then number five was The Mind.
1: Okay. Yep. Wow, mine was number two for me.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about what
1: are your favorite, and, and then may not be the top five that you played, but what are your favorite
0: new games that were new to you in 2018? All right, so I'm going to start backwards. I don't think you you have yours ranked. Right? No. You just kind of going in order. So I'm going to start with my number five, and it's going to be Sagrada. Mm-hmm. So Sagrada's weird for me because I like the game, but... It's not one I'll generally say like oh let's oh, I really want to play Sagrada but if somebody plays suggests it I'll always play it yeah um, so much so that we're hopefully we'll be um, running that event at this year's World Board Gaming Championships um, right yeah that'll be, 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 be great so I think it's just a a nice strategy game to to play with everybody so that made my number five
1: Sagrada's also would be in my I, I don't know if I'd put it in my top five you own it I don't so I really only play it with you but. I've played it a bunch, and uh, it's a it's a great game. It's yeah. one of my top new ones for 2018
0: as well. And that's unusual that I own a game and you don't. That is
1: true. That's,
0: <laughs> and I that you have not purchased it yet. <laughs> All right. So next up, or oh, is that your, in your top five, Sagrada? Uh, I don't know. I didn't rank them in the top five. It's one of my top. Okay. Yeah. yeah
1: very good. I, I don't think it would make the top five, but one of
0: my top, yes. Right, so my number four is King Domino. And this is primarily because of how much fun I've had playing it with my son. Even I mean, we were playing it once a day, once or twice a day for, like, 30 days straight. Like, it, he was obsessed with it. Um, just two-player, yeah. so seven-by-seven grid. And it was cool seeing how into it he, he got. You know he's since kind of moved on from that, but occasionally we'll play it. I, I see it getting a lot less love in 2019, but... Definitely just because of the time spent bonding with my son, that's number four. And I think i played that in twenty seventeen, I think. I Yes because yeah. you owned it. I had it for
1: a while before you got it.
0: You introduced it to yeah. me yeah. and then I then I bought it.
1: Okay. after that. So it wouldn't make my list of my favorites from twenty eighteen, but although it is my most played game of twenty eighteen. There you go. Yeah. All right, what's your number
0: three? My number three is the exit games mm. as a, as a whole. As yeah. um, I first started playing these last year, and I looked, I played five of them in 2018, and I got one more done in the beginning, of, right in the beginning of 2019. I just love them. I play those primarily with Lorelei, who is not like a big gamer, uh, but we just really, just really enjoy. Them and there, some are better than others. But just to sitting down and, and solving the puzzles um, has been really fun. We did that at the WBcs. We played like a five person game. We had a great time doing one of those exit games.
1: Yes, I I forgot about that. Um, I forgot that that was this year that we started playing those. But yeah, those are really good. See, you got to keep the stats. You, the stat,
0: I did, your but your preparation know is terrible.
1: Well, <laughs> I do have that. I did stat that, but we. Um, haven't played, although I bought a few, we haven't played. I think we've only played one since. Oh. Okay. So um, I didn't play it a ton this year, but it, it was the first time I played it and really enjoyed it and have. I probably own five that I haven't played yet. So. Right. And you have a lot of the Unlock games, yes. which is a yeah. non-destroyed right. version of that. Exactly.
0: All right, that's number three. Mm-hmm. That's number two. Number two is The Mind. Yes. Which has been. It's been, like, the most talked about game on the interwebs for, like, the whole year yeah. since it came out. And I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be stupid. It's not going to be – it's going to be a gimmick. And so I just bought it at Barnes & Noble one day and I was like, All right, I'll give this a try. It's been so much fun to play. When you win, which is rare, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah. And we've That's taught cool. it to a bunch of people we play at work yep. during lunch um, and everybody has taken to it.
1: I definitely that's one of my top five um i I mean it's such a great game it's it's a very simple uh, but yeah, we could teach it to everybody we could play it quickly uh, It's my number two most played game of two thousand eighteen
0: um really good one, so I agree. I was worried that after we beat it the first time, I wouldn't want to play it anymore, but it's actually it's been the opposite it's been fun because it was so hard to beat it's been okay. like oh can we do this again can we do it with new people can we do it with, at four players as opposed to t- just two so i it, i see it getting a lot of time in 2019 yeah,
1: yeah. i agree so what's number one for day Run in 2018
0: i don't think you're gonna guess this i think you probably forgot about this game and it's pandemic legacy season two. Oh, I did forget about that. Yes. 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 So we started this right in January because yeah. we got it last Christmas, and I think we were done by April, maybe. Uh, and it's definitely like I miss I miss it. I it was a great. Um, I liked it better than season one because yeah. it was more about exploring the map as opposed to just you know it, it was in a world that was getting bigger as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, and it was awesome. I I've heard their season three is coming and that'll be a definite purchase because i mean i just played that with lorelei we had such a great time playing it so
1: i've not played at all oh yeah because that won't play co-op games i
0: don't think it would work for us yeah and you can't i don't know if you want to play it solo i think it would be yeah just be depressing yeah exactly (laughs) what else do you have on your top games all right so
1: i did a Loose ranking here, number five. But, and I didn't include the mine because I think that's a guarantee, but that's probably going to be one of my top. But um, number five, I couldn't decide to three games, so I'm going to have a three-way tie for number five.
0: Okay, that's not um, allowed.
1: These are these are games I really liked. Um, Photosynthesis. Oh, Sea of Clouds. Okay, and Orbis. Oh, all first. I all games that um, I continue to play. Uh, in fact, I bought you Orbis so we can play it. You
0: bought me Photosynthesis also. And Photosynthesis. <laughs> you're right. I bought you both of those That's games. Fun. Um,
1: and Sea of Clouds is an older game that I just happened to buy this year, and we've played that uh, a decent amount. Um, so... Those are just honorable mentions for my favorite. Okay. Because uh, they were new to me and really enjoyed discovering those games and playing them a few times. And buying them for you. Buying game. them for you. Now you own both uh, two of those. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. I guess I should bring those over more. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, number four, I think it was the first time we played it was to the to 2018, but Azul. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You own that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got it. And I really like that game. Uh, it's fun. We've played it a decent amount. Um. In fact, there's a a new version, Azul, yeah, the stained glass s-
0: of Sinatra yeah. or something like that. So I'm definitely going to buy that one this year. Yeah, I think that's what I, I was looking around. Say, do I need that since I have Azul and Sagrada? And it's like I don't, I don't need another game like that. But if you buy it, <laughs>
1: I want to get or it. Or you buy I it want for to me. have Azul. <laughs> I want to have Azul. Same with cigar. I'd play it more if I had the games. Right? right. But I don't. You do. And now that there's a new version of Azul, I'll buy that this Excellent. year. Excellent. I will play it. All right. So that's my number four. Number three is um, maybe we got this at the end of 2017, but we played the most in 2018. Raiders of the North Sea, mm-hmm. um, which um, came out before that, but we didn't start playing it till 2018. And we played it a lot, uh, especially Annette and I. Uh, You played it with us. Yeah, you taught it
0: to me. And I've only played it once, but I always wanted to play it again. Great
1: game, worker placement game. Very simple uh, Viking theme. We like the art and I like the mechanic of place a worker and then pick up a worker. And those are the two actions you get to do on your turn. Really good game. Um, Number two for me is an older game. Uh, but again, it's the first time we played it is uh, Railways of the world. Oh, that's right mm-hmm. because it came out with the 10th anniversary edition and I bought that okay and uh, we love it and that loves it. Uh, we played with our friend Karen. It's a great game um, you,
0: you definitely have to yeah play I haven't it. played it yet. Um, Does Karen get uh, punchy when she plays that? uh, Like she's going to punch somebody in the face? Not so much with this game. (laughs) I don't want to play it with her. She's going to punch me.
1: (laughs) Um, But it's a really good game. Um, Different maps. uh, Hopefully you'll get to play it soon. And then, uh, so that's my number two. My number one is, again, a game that came out before, but we just started playing in 2018,
0: is The Voyages of Marco Polo. Ah, uh, yes. That would be an honorable mention for me. Okay. Uh, along with Orleans, but you yeah, played that prior. I played that prior. Right. Uh,
1: Voyages of Marco Polo, you you played with us a few times at the mm-hmm. WBCs, and I do own that one. I really like that game. Um, it's a lot of fun. A um, little more involved, and I like that. Um, yeah. But it's again 2018, first time I played it. Uh, I think it may have come out in 2016 or 17, but um, I really like that one. That's probably my top. That's a game I know I'll keep playing for years to come. Yeah,
0: I'd I say we stop recording and we'll play all those games. We're <laughs> okay. we're waiting, what are we doing, wasting our time <laughs> doing these stupid podcasts when we could be playing the games that we're talking about? Um, it makes
1: sense. So let's talk
0: about um, – any
1: other honorable mentions for you that you liked?
0: No, I was going to say Orleans and, uh, and Marco Polo were like probably pretty close up there. But those – I think the other ones, the top five, had to be up there because just the amount of times I played all those and the memories from yeah. them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the games we did not like or dishonorable mentions and since – uh, you hate everything. You I, <laughs> just
0: start. I don't. I don't hate everything. Now I will caveat and say that I don't think I have four games listed here. Okay. I don't think necessarily these games are bad games. All right. Not all of them. Some are bad, objectively okay. bad. Um, so I'm going to start with my number four, which okay. would be the least worst game. Okay. This is a game that I think is a good game, and it just didn't take for me, and I was uh, I was disappointed by that, and that's villainous. Oh, Adonis yes. Was like a gr- I loved the concept of mm-hmm. it. I don't care about Disney. Right. So I knew that was going to be a tough sell. Huh. But it, it was, when we played it, I felt like I couldn't grasp what the other players were doing and they, because they had a separate goal that you needed to pay so close attention to the other players. And I think that's a fine concept if you play the game multiple times. Right. And my problem was that. I was interested enough but not enough to play it multiple times so I could learn everybody else's powers and everybody else's goals. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I just felt like I was watching other people flip over a random card that I didn't know they have that helped them win the game. And I couldn't right. do anything to prevent it. So that, was, that is a game that I think is good. I'm not mm-hmm. taking anything away from it. But it just wasn't for me. And that was a disappointment. So okay. that's why it makes on the list. Okay. So. And I see what you're saying. I did like that
1: game. I think it's a good game. Um, And I think we may review it on the podcast in the near future. Yeah, I think we should review it because I
0: I would like to. I would wouldn't mind getting another play of it, but I think my my problem is I don't want to invest that much time. I don't like. I don't love the theme because I'm not a Disney guy. So I think that it makes it hard. It makes it hard to win me over. So that was a disappointment for me. All right, number four. Uh, okay. No, that was number four. That was four. Okay. I, I had a lot of more than the bottom four, but I think these were the ones that we haven't talked about before. Right, okay. Number three, least worst game. No, worst least game. Right? It sucks. Uh, Ponzi's game. Oh. <laughs> because, man. again, I don't think this is a bad game. Right. This goes into the category not bad game. It goes as much like I had a problem with code names being mispackaged right. as a party game uh, in some extent. I think Ponzi scheme is mispackaged as a Ponzi scheme as opposed to a financial game. Because Ponzi scheme to me, it means that I'm trying to fool, I'm trying to figure out ways to make people part with their money. As opposed to what Ponzi scheme really is, is a way to figure out how I can stay solvent for as long as possible. Agreed. Which I think is a, a fun concept, but I was really looking forward to playing like a game where I was swindling people. Right. So disappointment not a terrible game i would play it again um, but i know it's a divisive game some people hate this game
1: yes and i will put it as one of my top
0: games because of how angry you and Annette get while playing it i <laughs> know i'm not angry at the game again Annette gets very angry I, I this is a game i consider um uh, just mispackaged yeah. like i enjoy like i played code names recently and i enjoyed it yeah. And it was just because it was a different... It's not I what think, you expected. Right. Yeah. And, and then once I learned to have that expectation, I think Ponzi's game would be better if it was just called something. It yeah. was like, don't, I don't know, don't go into too much debt. That's a terrible <laughs> name for a game, but something like that. All right. What's next? What's number two? Number two was, is Oh My Goods. Oh. Yeah. We played this game, and maybe mm-hmm. we played it wrong, because I thought it was so pointless mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was a game where you had to play cards to kind of get resources and yeah. build up this whole engine right. to trade things in but what happened is that the game would end when somebody played their 10th card right or something like that so there was no incentive to not just play cards down when we yeah. found out everybody just played 10 cards down that were completely independent of one another nobody built up an engine yet and the game ended That is one that's a
1: really good one for this. I forgot about that because we did only play it once. I've only played it once. I agree that play was not great. I've really been wanting to play it again because I like the game. But I think we were not playing the rules wrong, but we were not looking at the combinations that we weren't building the engine like we should have been. And I think with another play, we'll realize, hey, this is how you're supposed to play for the game to be enjoyable. If you just right. play one card each turn, it
0: is just a race to who gets
1: all their cards done.
0: I was trying to think if there was another game like that, and I was, try- I was just thinking like maybe if it's if you play Dominion and you just right. don't know what you're doing yes. and you just buy random cards and everybody it's, plays the same way, would that be the same thing? Kind of, but- cuz
1: then it's just a slog. That, right. You know, and in Dominion, I don't like those types of games because you're like, all right, this is going to yeah. take a while, and there's no fun. I think the fun is seeing the combinations of the cards. It's the same right. with Dominion, and I think we were not playing that way because it's the first time we played.
0: Right. But I, it, it, I wonder if you, if a person, an experienced person, played Oh My Goods against us playing just that, mm. bam, just throwing out random cards, would that experienced person win I think or would they, would they, they lose? It. I think they would dominate because it. the game would end too yeah. soon.
1: I, you know what? Then I want to bust that out again. Okay. You're right. That I, I I've been meaning to do that. Yeah, that
0: game really annoyed me because of that. I was like, wait, what did we just do here? I just wasted my time flipping over cards for ten ten yeah. turns in a row, and the yeah. game was over, and I didn't do anything. I just, that's that's a good one. But there, that that's that. Uh, so see, you do have a game you don't like. Uh, okay. <laughs> you hate? No, no, I don't hate. It. I I
1: do like it, but I just see. I I don't think we've played it yet. We have, but I don't think we've experienced the game properly yet. So okay. You're number one. Number one. I think I know what it is. Yes. Does it it rhyme with Blue
0: Buffoon? It does. (laughs) And it's exactly why. Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon. Lagoon. I mean, it's it's got a great designer, Mm -hmm. and it should have been a really good game. I was really excited to play it. Yeah. And... I, we didn't play it wrong. so this is No, kinda, no, we played it right. It was like, oh, my good. I thought it might be like, oh, my goods, where we were just we're playing it not to the optimal strategy. The problem with this, so you have a map uh, where you're laying out your little pieces and mm-hmm. you're trying to take over territory. You can score in, like, 30 different types of ways. Every turn, you just play a piece on the board. There was no interaction with the other players. There was never any... If I wanted to start going to score towards that this part of the island, I started laying out my pieces in this trail... You would easily see I'm doing that, and you would just wait, and you would block me. So I'd be like, oh, all right, I'm going to go this way. And you'd be like, okay, I see he's going to do that. It's like somebody trying that's really bad at sneaking, trying to get past you, and they just make a really obvious move, and you're able to stop them every time because there's no – you only play one piece each time. I agree with you, and I think the way I look
1: at it is – to an extent. I agree that it's kind of like a – um, much more advanced version of tic-tac-toe and when you could see oh like you think about tic-tac-toe i know what you're going for yeah this is just with instead of nine squares there's 90 yeah um but with the right group of family tic-tac-toe is still fun
0: no, tic tac toe I mean, is not fun. <laughs> tic tac toe is, but it's a good comparison. I think you're right. It's that, a, t- that's what it is. You know, and, and, but t- once you I, figure that out, you're like, it's not really a game. Right. It yeah. wasn't really a game. And like the whole big thing, it was like this you play the same, you do the same thing twice. Mm-hmm. Like two times you're laying out pieces on the map. And the only thing that changes is the first round you put out these huts, yeah. which is where you're allowed to start placing pieces next Next time. turn, yeah. And so when we started doing that, I was like, are you kidding me? I have to do this again, yeah. with the only difference being where I put these stupid huts in the game and I have to play basically another game of tic-tac-toe. <laughs> and it, it had no interaction whatsoever. No difficult choices. Nothing. I feel this is just an
1: advanced tic-tac-toe, and it's fine for the right group, which is usually a family. I've played this with my 7-year-old. He enjoys it. We have fun playing it. He's making decisions. You think about a kid. At some point, they figure out, oh... I tic-tac-toe is no game once right. you figure it out. But it's fun up until that point. This continues that fun, and we I have played it with him where we just play the first round. We don't do right. the second round. He enjoys it. He, he's making decisions. But I do not think it's for our level of gamers because...
0: But this is game, it gets a lot of good... I think it's a good family game, but it gets a lot of good feedback from people that like complex games, and they're just like, "Oh, it's amazing! There's so many ways to score and area control this and nonsense that." I'm like, "No, it's not. You're not making any decisions. You're just you could say the same thing about tic tac toe. It's area control and different. Yeah, nobody. I can go down, but
1: and maybe we figured it out. And that's I agree with you. Like, I this is not one I'd be like me, you, and." that and Lorelai should play over and over. Right. But I think there is a... I, I will keep the game. And I will play it with kids as they get older. Yeah, Continue
0: to play it. It's great because it is easy. The rules are simple. It's good that it's good for kids. Yeah. The problem I have is like a game like King Domino is also mm-hmm. good for yeah. kids. But I would love to no, play that true. with adults too. No. And Sunday Split too. Yeah. Like a, no, a goofy fun kids game we also played yeah. as adults and it was a lot of yeah. fun. So you can... I will take... Uh, the initiative and I'll throw Blue Lagoon in the trash for you. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm keeping Blue Lagoon. In the uh, trash. Did you have any ones that made your dishonorable mentions? Um, now, the you only one, like everything. I do.
1: The only one besides ones we talked about at WBCs, the bad experiences we had and that's in our WBC 2018 recap um, mm-hmm. episode. The only one I was going to mention was Blue Lagoon just for that. Oh. And, and I'm not saying it's bad, but I, I knew that would be wow. a, one we would... Uh, Discuss. I was a little. I thought it'd be a little heavier than it was. A little more strategic. So I agree with that point. But no, I mean, I I, looking at my stats, I haven't played uh, that many new games that uh, weren't ones that were uh, suggested to me by somebody who I trust in choosing their game. So most of the things I've played, I think, were uh, ones I enjoyed, except for the few WBCs that we just played and it didn't work right.
0: And some and some of these games are just experience based. Like we had a bad, we were playing it at the wrong time. You know, sometimes some yeah. of those bad games we played it was just like we were tired. Um, like I said, the two out of the four games on my list were, I think, are good games. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I just don't like. So
1: there we have it. That's our best and worst of 2018. I want to ask you: Are there anything specific you're looking forward to in 2019?
0: Oh, um, becoming famous from this podcast. Okay, so we're halfway there. Getting new wives. Okay, that's probably not going to happen. I'm, I'm halfway there. Uh, sorry, honey. <laughs> don't worry, she doesn't listen. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, any games in particular? Uh, well, I know there's a Sagrada expansion coming out. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, there, if, if it's really true that Pandemic Legacy Season 3 is coming, yeah. I don't think it's coming out this year. That would be uh, one thing. I, I'm more excited to go just play a lot of these games over again. I want to play Raiders. I want to play Marco Polo. I want to play Orleans again. um, And and going to the WBCs with a a bigger crew and playing a lot of those games again. The one thing I'm looking
1: most forward to in 2019 is the first annual Board Game Losers convention, the Double Decon.
0: That's right. That is coming up in February. And that will definitely speed um, our obtaining of new wives, because they will certainly divorce us after we leave for a weekend again to play games. So <laughs> that is true. It solves two problems. So um, We will be bringing you a more information
1: about that. Uh, we'll probably have a wrap-up episode of that. Right. Well, we don't want to give
0: people too much information because right. it's a private event. It's private this this year. <laughs> That's I right. I assume it's going to explode in the coming years. I assume, yes. Yeah, so we'll, it will be a 5,000-person convention, as opposed <laughs> to the eight people that are coming right now.
1: All right, that's it for our uh, review of 2018. If you think of anything else you'd like to mention, uh, email us or uh, post on Instagram. And as always, send us any questions you might have. And thanks for listening. Sayonara. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more information about the podcast, check out www.boardgamesareforlosers.com. If you have questions that you want answered on the show, or if you just want to tell us that you still think we're losers, you can email us at boardgamelosers at gmail.com. You can chat with other losers in our forums over at boardgamegeek.com by visiting guild number 3300. And don't forget to check out our amazing board game photography on Instagram by following at Board Game Losers.